2: now
3: Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: Hello, everybody. It's good to be live again. Let me know if you can hear me. I have been banned from YouTube for over a week, but they finally let me out of jail. And we got a big show ahead. I'm going live from... Uh, Arizona right now. I'm like, where am I traveling to right now? Uh, My sister is getting married here in Arizona, so I'm traveling for family, but I want to keep podcasting because there's a lot of news developing. So some friends here were gracious enough to share this awesome little podcast studio with me. Now, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, Believe it or not, the corporate news is talking all about convoys and border security, except... They're not talking about the U.S. They're talking about convoys and border security associated with Ukraine. Forget a convoy ever happened in America. Forget that the U.S. has borders. And we're going to get into some details of that as well as what's actually happening in China. As you may recall, the last uh, podcast I did, I YouTube lived about China and it it was a little too real. What was going on there? I mean, it's horrible what what some of the Chinese are going through right now. And so YouTube actually shut me down. That was actually the reason that they put me in YouTube jail. They went on to delete two more of my videos. Uh, Now that I'm free, I want to update you guys on China. Uh, I actually zoned into, uh, I was was able to get verified real um, recent video from regular people in China that I'm going to show you. And I am also um, going to um, talk to you guys about a lot of dignitaries, a lot of Democrats, including Nancy Pelosi, who just caught the illness. um, They went to an event where you have to have had the shot and be all um, boosted up. And guess what? Everybody has... The illness now, and Rachel Maddow last night said this is the reason the needle works, you see. So we're going to explore her logic on that as well and uh, get get into some other details on the hairy edge of, uh, of YouTube's comfort zone. So uh, before we get into that, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage, Noble Gold. With all that's happening in the world right now, it's no wonder you're worried that uh, no. Nobody knows what's going to happen. And that's why you need the certainty of gold and silver in your investments. Precious metals will keep you safe from inflation and financial turmoil. And this month for every qualifying IRA, You'll get an incredible three ounce silver American virtue coin completely free as a thank you. You know what to do. Call 877-646-5347 now to find out more or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That is linked right down below noblegoldinvestments.com. With that being said, you probably saw the headline of this YouTube. Um, It's really sad what the Chinese government is doing to some some of its citizens, uh, reports from Reuters are that if a child contracts the illness, the Chinese government will actually take the child away from their parents right now. They're separating families in China based on the illness. You already saw what they do to the family dog in my last YouTube, which I know a lot of people is struggled to stomach that but it's important to face reality like this is really the depths to which chinese government is stooping right now so uh there was a lot of uproar in china after families uh began being separated in this re- most recent wave of the illness is really interesting what's happening in china because all the headlines are saying this is the worst wave of the illness that we've seen since 2020 but if you actually look at the fine print in these news articles, they break down the fact that the actual s- number of symptomatic cases of the illness is only a couple hundred. Several thousand people have, have tested positive asymptomatic, uh, but the number of people who are actually sick is incredibly small. No, it makes no difference to these, these Chinese leaders. You see, they are willing to lock someone away in those big white tent cities, quarantine camps. Yes, China has its own quarantine camps. Um, they will lock you away. Even if you are asymptomatic, I want to show you, uh, some, some images of what it looks like over there in China. Hold on in this new, uh, setup we have here. It's a little bit different. Okay. I think you guys can see that. So, uh, This image, released by the Chinese news agency, workers' labor at the site of a temporary hospital being constructed at the National Exhibition and Convention Center in Shanghai, and that is the city that's been really locked down recently. Um, Media, uh, including Reuters, are reporting this is a race against time to get this hospital in place before everyone starts dying. Although there's only a couple hundred out of 26 million people who actually are symptomatic. So it's very strange what's going on. And Reuters actually, in their report, I want to show you, Reuters is kind of showing the same sort of construction. I'm sorry for all the ads on their website. Shanghai residents question human cost of china's quarantines uh more images of that makeshift hospital being rushed up but this article talks about this uh this older woman who ended up testing positive asymptomatic and she gets rushed off to to the quarantine camps Uh, she already has underlying conditions and A week later, Reuters talked to her family and says that a week after she was shoved into a quarantine camp, her family was notified by the Chinese government that this woman was dead. She didn't die of the illness. She died in solitude from the underlying conditions she already had. See, are they even treating those underlying conditions or all other illnesses go away, right? And it's just... It's just the asymptomatic new illness that everyone is concerned about. You you really begin to question what's really going on. Um, now, a lot of these people have been forced into uh, lockdown, not, not allowed to leave their homes. And uh, I just, you know, I showed you a lot of that video on Friday uh, or the what was it? The previous Monday, the last time YouTube let me upload now. In the meantime, I, I was able to retrieve some video from on the ground in Shanghai just this past weekend. How did I do that? Thanks to the Snapchat app. Snapchat, uh, you can actually zoom into maps. You can you can go onto the Snapchat app and zoom into the map anywhere in the world and see exactly what people are posting as long as they're posting publicly, which a lot of people do. And... Uh, Snapchat's great because it'll tell whether you actually uploaded something that was recorded previously or if it was recorded right in Snapchat. And all these images are recorded right in Snapchat, most of them over the weekend, some of them previously last week. And you can get a sense of almost everything that was being posted in Shanghai was in regards to these lockdowns because it's it's shut down a lot of people's lives. So I'll just show you, I just strung together a few of the snaps and I'll show you um, the latest on... What's going on? You'll notice in some of the snaps, you know, we've heard uh, these videos of people wailing from the windows of their apartment towers about how hungry they are. Well, these most recent snaps show that food delivery has been resumed. Um, people are saying they're on Snapchat and... Uh, it's like, dude, Chinese government, you got to at least get the de- let, let the delivery guys out of lockdown because they need to deliver food or everybody dies. So you can see on Snapchat that it is happening now. Uh, I'll just show you uh, this string of snaps.
3: one ka sala
5: It's been one month that I'm locked in my room and things are getting hard so I hope everything will finish soon because I'm already getting tired of this shit. Let me all take me somewhere we can be.
4: Yeah, so you can see that people saying please take me out of Shanghai. That girl there based in Shanghai had been locked away in her apartment for a month, she says, and other people snapping that they've they've just taken their 11th illness test since this new outbreak began in China. So uh, you know the Chinese government's really intense now. Reuters is reporting that as far as separating families, kids being taken away from their parents if they have the illness, the Reuters is reporting they've eased up on that after there was a lot of backlash. Uh, government taking away your kids because they've uh, they've they've caught a very mild strain of this illness. Uh, the newest strain of this illness is quite mild. And uh, I don't know how, how much I can talk about this, but there there was something called the Gridiron Dinner that happened April 2nd in D.C. A lot of dignitaries got together, uh, Adam Schiff, uh, Nancy Pelosi, all these guys, and they all caught the illness. Over 70 people at this dinner caught the illness. Now, the catch with this dinner is you had to have been fully needled up, three or four needles, preferably, in order to get into the dinner. And then everybody catches the illness. Uh, Last night, um, you know, just hanging out here in Arizona in my hotel, I was like, let me put on MSNBC. Oh, there's Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow was talking about how wonderful it is that this is all played out at the gridiron dinner because it proves that the needle works. And I was like, oh, that's interesting logic because the needle was designed to prevent you from catching a a disease and all the people caught the disease that they were not supposed to catch but you see the narrative has changed that well you'll still catch the disease but the the needle will keep it from being serious and that was that was Rachel Maddow's point is forget the old narrative we used to talk about that this needle actually works to keep you healthy you know you'll still get sick but But it'll just be more mild. And she said, look, all of these dignitaries are having mild cases. In fact, Nancy Pelosi just uh, yesterday uh, tested negative again. So she already in the past 10 days since April 2nd got the illness, got all better. And she even kissed President Biden on the cheek while she was sick and there's no, there is no word on whether Biden has caught it from Nancy. Uh, let me just show you that that uh, controversial kiss. Uh, the Hill documented it. So The Hill actually had someone, uh, a journalist, actually writing, kind of calling calling out. I'm surprised this article actually calls out politicians for kind of making up rules as they go and. Um, Saying, well, you know, we we weren't around each other long enough. It has to be, for it to be close contact it has to be more than 15 minutes. And uh, that was just a quick kiss. So it's not necessarily close contact. Uh, but no, no word on whether Biden has the illness. Nancy Pelosi's already better. And a lot of these people are recovering from their illness. And uh, Rachel Maddow saying, that's proof that the needle works. But here's the thing, we're in a new phase of this illness where it's a very mild strain and everyone um doctors I'm talking to are saying that everyone who's catching it is having a mild case because the latest variant is mild. It it's apparently more contagious but more mild. So um you know may, Rachel Maddow may have forgotten to factor some of those things in, um, but it's it's good to see that these these politicians are recovering. Um, one thing that Biden and his his lovely CDC have been working on is deciding whether to extend um, the mask mandate for airlines. They actually are looking at making you wear a mask longer. Uh, so it was supposed to expire in March. They extended it to April 18th. So in six days, we may be able to go onto a plane without a mask, but uh, government just announced it's very likely uh, today's show actually asked them about this. Are you guys going to extend the mask mandate? And they said, yeah, it's very likely that we actually probably will. Meanwhile, uh, the, the, situation at the U.S. southern border is uh, Title 42, which was pandemic-related prevention of crossing our border. They're looking at taking that away. Uh, May 23rd, they're planning on getting rid of Title 42, meaning they're no longer going to turn people away at the border based on there being a communicable disease there. But as far as travel around the U.S. for regular Americans, Um, they're going to continue to act like the illness is a threat within our nation. But when it comes to crossing our borders, the illness is not a threat. Um, So that's interesting. Yeah, it's absolutely on the table, according to this article from Fox News, that uh, Biden's team will continue to make people wear masks on airplanes, uh, so since since uh, the illness the illness is still an issue when you get on an airplane. It's not going to be an issue when you cross the U.S. southern border anymore. Beginning May twenty third, uh, according to the Biden administration, planning to rescind Title forty two. Uh, so the it, Texas governor said they are. Producing
2: Order now
1: Spiderflare.com.
4: Projecting that half a million people, more than half a million people, or 18,000 people per day will begin crossing our U.S. southern border every every day, 18,000, um, once Title 42 is taken away. So this will be a never-before-seen problem on our U.S. southern border. It's one thing we talked about on my Truth Bombs podcast Friday, which we streamed over on Rumble. That was a great podcast because we were able to talk about Anything that YouTube doesn't allow. But we we did zone in on that U.S. southern border an issue that, well, Fox News has actually been talking about, but a lot of corporate news doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that we may have a national security issue at our U.S. southern border. It's it's not just refugees from Central America who are crossing our U.S. southern border. It's estimated that about 150 different countries are sending people through our U.S. southern border and you better believe it'll, that number of countries will expand once uh, Title 42 goes away and even more people are allowed to cross in. Um, so you know that that's going to include um, the Russians and whoever else who wants to send people through our U.S. southern border. We basically have completely open borders. So it was really interesting last night and in, in having MSNBC on that they started started to talk about border uh, border patrol because securing borders, that border security was a must. We need to fortify the border. I was like, that's interesting, but hey. They weren't talking about the US, they were talking about the Ukraine, that it is very important that the the United States secure Ukraine's border. This is actually what MSNBC was talking about, fortifying the Ukrainian border um, as an eight mile long military convoy from Russia is headed towards Ukraine. So. That's interesting to me that they're they're shedding light on a Russian convoy but then there was a convoy of freedom lovers in the US who just wanted Biden to stop stop acting oppressive and as well as governors and local jurisdictions to stop acting oppressive and that got no media attention but an 8-mile long Russian convoy is getting all eyes of the american corporate news on it and making excuses that we need to secure russia's borders with u.s tax dollars meanwhile america's border is wide open now granted the people flooding across america's border are not dropping bombs on us at this time but we don't want to let it get to there. We need to make we need to show other nations that we do have borders and we're not doing that. But Fox News is is doing the same thing as MSNBC highlighting this border issue in Ukraine. You can see Fox News highlighted the Ukraine Russia border red and talking about what an issue, what a, what a border crisis Ukraine has. Never mind the US border but there is an eight-mile-long new Russian convoy headed to Ukraine. Well, guess what? We had a much longer convoy of Americans. They they were peaceful. It was a peaceful convoy. And uh, they have not slowed their protesting. There was a big protest last weekend that involved participants in the people's convoy. It happened in Los Angeles. And... It got very little media attention. It was interesting um, if you Google the Defeat the Mandates rally in L.A. It happened on a Sunday uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, it, it, literally every other article, I wish I could show you this page because it, but there's a lot of trigger words that YouTube won't like, but if you Google Defeat the Mandates L.A., every other headline is saying hundreds of people showed up. No, thousands of people showed up. The, the Sacramento Bee reports thousands rally at, in L.A. to oppose needle mandates. And then NBC reports hundreds protest uh, needle mandates in downtown L.A. rally. Los Angeles Times. Opponents of needle Requirement gather for defeat the mandates rally in L.A. Uh, The News Observer, thousands rally in L.A. And then Fox reports hundreds protests. So it was just interesting to me that all the big corporate news guys like Fox and NBC said it was hundreds of people who showed up. Smaller news outlets like the NewsObserver dot com said thousands. Um, So it's just interesting that corporate news would downplay the crowd size and then. The smaller outlets seem to keep it more real. Organizers of the rally said that 25,000 people showed up to that rally and images out of there um, because that rally was actually live streamed for eight hours straight. On uh, thehighwire.com, if you go to the thehighwire.com, you can see uh, the eight hour long uh, big protest anti mandate, pro medical uh, freedom rally that happened on Sunday, and um, it's like, why wouldn't the corporate news keep it real about the crowd size, they, they, they're they downplaying it, and the Google search re- results are like so obvious about that, I was going to play some sound bites from that rally, but I was like, gosh, I just got unbanned by YouTube, so I should probably play it a little bit safe today, but I, I actually interviewed one of those top doctors who spoke at that rally, uh, Dr. Pierre Corey. And uh, that's, that whole interview, it's a really good interview, it's going to be on my website, ivoryhecker.com, a link down below, uncensored. Also my app, search Ivory Hecker in the app store. I guess um, Android is not allowing my app right now. Android's pretty strict, but um, Apple does have my app on there if you, if you guys want to see my latest um, uncensored news content. um. Oh, my gosh. So I wanted to show you some of what else China has been doing and, and just the measures. If, if you look at China, we just don't want to let America get to the to the point that China has gotten to. Um, I forgot to show you guys this little clip. China has actually implemented um, thermal temperature testing. Uh, they actually came up with this right away in 2020. Um, where uh, drones can uh, the Chinese government can send a drone overhead throughout a city and it can read the temperature of humans on the streets of the city and if someone's temperature is too high, it looks like they have a fever. they can get locked away in quarantine camp. Uh, take a look so yeah i saw some word that they may have be maybe using that this time too but um that's a pretty extreme measure and uh it's kind of hard to use that practically because if you're working out your temperature is going to be higher and things like that so it's like how do you how do you really? use thermal temperature testing but that's pretty that's pretty creepy that was something i forgot to show you guys um so in regards to that defeat the mandates rally in la i just wanted to um highlight a little bit of some of the things the doctor said um dr richard urso uh, mentioned that in england and scotland where the data is not corrupted because it's really hard to trust the CDC data right now. And the CDC has even admitted a couple of times. My bad. We made a giant error in our data right now. Um, but I, apparently in uh, the UK, it's a little bit more transparent. And uh, the people who've had the needle three times um, account for 90% of the people who've died. So there's there's a lot of questions. A lot of these doctors I've talked to have gotten more and more concerned about some things that I'm not allowed to talk about here on YouTube. But go check out my uncensored website, ivoryhecker.com. Um it's interesting uh, when you talk about some of these athletes, there's a lot of a lot of talk about athletes and their uh, their latest injuries they're having on the field now that the pandemic began. And uh, all the fact checkers who circle around and say, oh, that's, that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, what are you talking about? Well, there's, this, uh, there's an athlete. Um, there, so there was a soccer match over the weekend in Australia, Melbourne. And this athlete named Ollie Wines, he collapsed on the field and uh, abruptly had to be uh, transferred out of the game I am reading the update, the official update here from the team, and it says that um, he's currently still in the hospital with a heart irregularity, the cause of which is undetermined and will be investigated over the coming days. He he remains in good spirits, but he has a heart irregularity, and um, nine news, which is the corporate news in. Australia, one of their sportscasters dared to mention that this footballer has had the needle three times and that there may be a connection. Shocking. There, so, so the gossip sites went crazy. I cannot believe this footballer would dare to connect the possibility that, uh, that this guy... Had three needles and now he has a heart irregularity. What's going on? Hey guys, I'm not making any exceptions. I'm just reporting what's literally happening in Australia right now. That all just went down over the weekend. Check it out. Uh, Ollie Wines, footballer. I hope he um, heals up nice and good. It was Nine's Sunday Footy Show, the name of the show, that shouted out, uh, connected some dots on on why this guy might be having heart issues right now. Um, So in addition, while I was researching MSNBC, watching MSNBC, it was really interesting. I've got to play a soundbite from MSNBC for you guys in regards to what they are uncovering in Russia. So MSNBC has a special partnership with the Daily Beast. Surprise, surprise. And uh, they have a Daily Beast analyst who is is watching Russian propaganda to figure out um, what what the Russians are working on and what they're programming their people to believe. And uh, here's what she said.
5: One, they know that uh, Trump never met any tyrant that he wasn't willing to side with as long as he sided with him first. So they want to remind Trump that Putin is still on his side. And, and secondly, you can't quantify the importance of the releases that they're doing to help Trump uh for example, was uh, releasing the Hunter Biden inf- information. And uh, since uh, Putin doesn't believe in favors, and uh, the Russians have uh, an expression that the only free cheese is found in the mouth trap, they're trying to um, cause Trump to believe that they're helping him. And if he were to get back in the office, they will expect a lot of things in return. And the other a part of this information war is to, again, create conflicts and divisions, exacerbate our divisions politically, and make the public doubt the veracity of the election results making Russia seem like it's omnipotent, it's omnipresent, it's participating in everything, whether or not what they're doing has an actual impact on our elections. So they're stirring up trouble on these two fronts.
4: So Russia is taking, Putin is taking the American propaganda about him interfering in American elections and running with it, according to her, that, uh, you know, which... I, I don't blame him. Uh, you hear from you know you're you're across the Atlantic Ocean and you hear American media saying that you are the reason the elect, the American election in the, in the most powerful country in the world turned out the way it was, th- that it did, that Putin's the reason that our American election in 2016 turned out the way it did. Of course Putin's going to take credit for that. And now he's trying, he's already trying according to her to take credit for 2024. 20, Um, At at least this is what the Daily Beast analyst of Russian propaganda is saying. Or is she just prepping American viewers with propaganda to say, yeah, Russia is planning to to screw up the 2024 election as well. But did they mess with the 2021? Oh, no. Nothing went wrong with the 2021. That election was perfect, right? Very... Interesting stuff. Oh, and by the way, that uh, Hunter Biden laptop, all that intel came from Putin, too. It's incredible. Uh, that's <laughs> that's what we're hearing from this Russian propaganda analyst on MSNBC. Okay, I'm trying to see Super Chats right now. Um, I see Mark Ercey. Thank you so much for the Super Sticker. Yeah, um, my program here, it doesn't always, it uh, Super Chats like disappear. After a little while, so if I don't see them right away, they're gone. But let me make sure. Okay, yeah, I think I just keep forgetting to tell you guys. So super chats, super chats are the little dollar sign um, in the live chat comment section. So if you do a super chat. I appreciate the support of my independent journalism and I'll shout out your comment. Um, what's up, guys? I'm, I'm looking at your comments, wrapping up the show here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Wish me luck in, uh, YouTube liking me again. It would be cool to just live stream on Rumble, but right now all my YouTubes do feed over to Rumble. And, uh, so if you want to search my channel on Rumble, Ivory Hacker, You can watch the YouTubes over there if you don't like watching on YouTube. But here's the thing. Most of the audience is still on YouTube. So I want to broadcast where the audience is. And uh, we'll see um, if YouTube allows me to continue doing that. Um, You're talking about the election. He could not have gotten 81 million anyway. There would have... There would have to be more people voting than actually registered voters. Well, yeah, needless to say, um, Biden is apparently the most popular president by far in history, if anyone in America believes that. But if you look at his vote count, that's that's what it says. So, um we're going to continue covering that stuff, especially on my uncensored website. we got a lot of election coverage that YouTube doesn't like on my uncensored website. So definitely check that out, everyhacker.com. Thank you guys so much for your support. And uh, we're going to wrap up this show. Thank you to my friends here in Arizona letting me borrow their podcast studio. And stay tuned as I'm about to put out more content on my uncensored website now. You guys have a good one. Talk to you guys tomorrow.
1: now
6: mm